St. Martin's School Radio. Jordi Albert, Lionel Messi! Oh, oh my goodness! Lionel Messi does it again, he's superhuman! Can he tee up someone in red? In it goes towards Lovren! Ilzaka trying to help Orion Robin! They are still fired! It's a sharing up and so sorry, Jimmy! Manchester United have reached the promised land! The two substitutes have scored the two goals in stoppage time. Welcome to the St Martins Football Show. We're on today's show. We'll have a special few looking ahead to the Champions League group stage and the Europa League. 
I'll be joined by uh, Mr. Lopez finally back uh, on the radio to talk Atletico Madrid. I'll be talking Man United and our hopes in the Champions League. We'll also be going through a few other teams and their hopes in the Champions League. As, and Max Noon will be going through Tottenham's chances in the Europa League. Um, we'll start off in Group A then. Um, by Munich, Atletico, Salzburg and uh, Locative Moscow. Um, so obviously your team's in Group A, sir, Atletico. Um, what do you think your chances are this year? Well, I think our chances are, are quite high to... Um, defeating um, Lokomotiv uh, and Salzburg should be should be an easy task for Atletico Madrid. Of course, having the champions, the current champions of um, Bundesliga and also the Champions League will be a difficult task. Um, actually, it's on Wednesday happening. Uh, I'm sure it will be very very hard for us, but I think we should get through, Liam. Yeah, I think you think it should be um, you and, as you said, Bayern expected through there. I think Bayern. Do you think you'll win the group then over Bayern? Uh, well, in all fairness, I don't think so. I I, I would like to see Atletico Madrid be on the top of the group, but in the few past few weeks, loads of doubts have surged in 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 the team. Uh, I'm not sure about. The, the game that Simeone is, is trying to, to play with Atletico Madrid. So, Bayern Munich proved to be a very strong team at the moment for Atletico Madrid. And I cannot see us defeating them uh, away or even at home at the moment. Yeah, and uh, you talk about the in recent weeks. Um, we haven't really touched on it, actually. Um, obviously, you signed Luis Suarez from Barcelona for mm-hmm. um, £5.5 million, But um, for the people that don't know, um, he was set to join Juventus. He passed an Italian exam and everything. Um, oh, all yeah. and written. And then it came out a few days later that he was accused of cheating, um, knowing all the questions in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jake, and obviously then he signed for you. And I think we were saying it off here, so he had a brilliant debut. Um, got in front, 20 minutes, two goals, one assist, yeah. four shots, two on target, one at Woodwork and 16 touches. So, um, And he become the first player to score an assist on a La Liga debut for Atletico this century. So do you expect him to um, be a hit for you this season and not just the Champions League, but La Liga? He... <laughs> He's probably the player that we needed uh, the most in Atletico Madrid. Let's not forget he was in the orbit of our club long before he actually joined Liverpool. There were rumours back uh, in its on its time um, of a transfer from Ajax to Atletico Madrid. So it, it's that kind of player that we we like to have in Atletico Madrid. We have a great history of strikers and, and Suarez's one of them. It reminds me a lot, his sign for Atletico Madrid reminds me a lot of the David Villas one, also from Barcelona. A yeah. player who, who Barcelona's um, uh, managers basically thought it was whose career was over, like David Villa, came to Atletico Madrid and actually helped us massively to win our first league in almost 20 years, precisely against Barcelona in no camp, you know. And I think it's story repeating itself. Um, Suarez scored yesterday, 
um, within five minutes of uh, of the game, and also have a wonderful opportunity that didn't manage to convert. But if you see Barcelona's game yesterday as well, I'm thinking more more than one <laughs> member of Barcelona's uh, directing team. It's thinking, well, we made a massive mistake letting Suarez go. Yeah, and he, he did come out saying he's very upset the way they the way they treated him. But another key player for you then, um, I know towards the end of last um, last season's Champions League, obviously mm-hmm. the knockout, you were weren't very happy with him not playing. Yao Felix. Now he was linked with um, Barcelona with Griezmann coming the yeah. other way, but that was battered away quite quick um, with. Yao Felix now, do you, do you expect him to start every game alongside Suarez or is he going to rotate? Oh. Okay, so, uh, how, how do I start? Oh. <laughs> I have a massive issue with Simeone's idea of how to run Atletico Madrid uh, and the current squads. Um, probably after this, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you will ask me about Thomas Pardew leaving for Arsenal. Am I right, Leon? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me link everything here. I do understand why Thomas will leave Atletico Madrid, and I would understand why many other players would be unhappy in the situation that they they find themselves. And one of them is Joao Felix. And why I'm saying I understand Thomas leaving is because in Atletico Madrid, no one knows who is going to be in the starting eleven. It's like we there is no sense of I deserve to be here. I've been playing well. Uh, so Simeon is going to reward me with being in the starting team. But that's not happening in Atletico Madrid. I don't know why. Thomas Pali, he's been probably one of the best mid- midfielders that we've had in a long time. One of the greatest in Europe. Well, the guy was on the bench. And we were starting with Koke, who, don't get me wrong, I, I respect what Koke means for Atletico Madrid or even Saul. But... In the past two years, they haven't been not even close to the quality that they've shown in the past. So Thomas was fed up. The same is happening now with Joao Felix. Two weeks ago, we were on a horrible match where it was impossible to get through the defence. We needed those strikers. We needed the, ma- the, the, the magic touch of Joao Felix. Uh, what, what is Simeone doing? He's sending him to the bench and Bring it into the pitch, Herrera. Someone who do, we don't even know if he's going to continue Atletico Madrid. And there were rumours that he wouldn't um, start the season with us. Then we have Carrasco. Since he came back from, from China, he's been absolutely marvellous. And the connection between Carrasco and Joe Felix has been fantastic. As a matter of fact, yesterday, the second goal came from a, a, a play of Carrasco and Joao Felix. But did they start the, the match? No, they didn't. They came into the pitch after 60 minutes. We have Jorente, uh, whose Liverpool supporters will remember for uh, scoring two goals in, in, in the Champions League last season. He's been fabulous for Atletico Madrid. Super fast, great... Um, um, in scoring goals for Atletico Madrid when we needed, when we had Costa, Morata, and they couldn't see a goal. Where is he now? In the bench. And who's playing instead of him? Correa. Mm, Correa. I don't, I don't understand. 
But don't you think for um, part AC that it was a bit of a weird deal because obviously you're probably going to be in the knockout stages as a Champions yeah. League, possibly may go further. And he's gone to, OK, Arteta and Arsenal are starting to build. He might get top four, they might not. But they were in the Europa League. So surely most you ask most players and they want to play in the Champions League. So yeah. isn't it a bit weird that he left or not really? Yes and no. I, I think the situation got to a point where he didn't trust Simeone. And as I said, I would understand why. Because Simeone didn't give him confidence enough. Then I think Thomas wanted to try in the Premier League. At the moment, the Premier League is way stronger than La Liga. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, would you say Sevilla are stronger than La Liga? Oof. Are we I, out there? I don't know, but La Liga this year um, they're missing they're missing the point. I think uh, when you see teams in Italy, teams in in England reinforcing and attracting great players, that's something that La, La Liga didn't manage to do this season. As a matter of fact, we're losing key players. And we are we are we are lucky that we managed to keep Messi in Barcelona. Yes, in we had a lot of a lot of debate on a lot of shows for that. But um let's hope for your sake you do um start well. You've got a tough game on, as you said, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um the fixtures are Salzburg play Moscow at five to six, and then at eight o'clock is the big one. You go to the Allianz Torinos, you yeah. way at um, bye, and then we're going to stay with you on to Group B now. Um, Real Madrid, Shakhtar Donetsk, Inter, um, Milan, and Borussia Mönchengladbach. Um, we'll touch on Real Madrid then. Um, obviously, it's the first time this summer um, in 40 years that they haven't made a single signing in the summer transfer window. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they got rid of Bale to you, Max Tottenham. What do you expect from Real Madrid this season? Well, that that's a great question, Leo, especially today after the infamous, terrible, horrible match that they played yesterday. A match that I watched and I'm very happy because my local team won Cadiz, which is the first time in history that Cadiz uh, won or defeated Real Madrid uh, in Real Madrid's stadium. Many, many questions were asked yesterday uh, after such a performance, you know. there are players there that they've given their best like seven years ago. Isco, for example. Um, Marcelo, as a left wing, he, he didn't manage to defend at all in that side of the pitch. Um, Jovic, a, a player, there were rumours he would leave Real Madrid. He was playing yesterday from the start. And Tony Cross is far from his best. So... I I don't see that Real Madrid that was so dominant four or five years ago uh, having any any success in, in Champions League at the moment. And as, as you said, I haven't seen much of the, the league start, but they haven't had um, the best of starts. But as you said, they are defending the, um, the league title. But you should expect them to get through that group or would it be a bit iffy with Borussia Mönchengladbach and Shakhtar? Yeah, well, it's Real Madrid. At the end of the day, you know, that batch means a lot, especially in Europe. They know how to compete. It's their favourite competition. They they, they have the players to go through. 
do they have the players to win the championship, the the, the tournament? No, I, I don't think so. But they should they should uh, go ahead in the group. Yeah, they, they well they should. I remember watching. Um, yeah, it was last season in the group stage. I think they played Club Bruges at the Bernabeu, and they were very lucky yep. that day that they oh, went yeah. two two nil down. I think they come back to win. But um, good question on Real Madrid. Last season they were playing at their training ground. Have they moved back to the Bernabeu now? No, no, not yet. Yes, they 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 keep playing in in Alfredo Stefano Stadium. Uh, they, but it shouldn't be long, according to what I read in the Spanish media. It shouldn't be long until they go back to Bernabeu. Although this is just the first phase of uh, the uh, new project uh, that the president wants for Real Madrid the stadium. But the first phase should be done. Uh, next year, they will close again and they will continue uh, with the work that uh, the president wants to see. Yeah, um, so hopefully for this, that they can get their um, ground sorted. But um, Max, I'm going to come on to you now. There's a, um, another big team in that group, Inter Milan. Um, obviously, they reached Europa League final last year. Can you see them going far in this year's Champions League? Um, they've got a lot of quality. They've, they've strengthened quite a lot this summer. It's just whether they can be uh, shocked and, and surprised in the Champions League like they have the last couple of seasons dropping out um, of the group stage into the Europa League. And I think uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach have the capability to surprise them, I think, in the group. I think they're a, quite a dark horse in the uh, competition. They have quite a lot of, quite a lot of quality. And um, Inter Milan have, have been susceptible at points this season, obviously. Yesterday, losing the Milan derby to, obviously, AC Milan 2-1. And um, despite you know how they've strengthened, they've still got a lot of um, frailties, and especially in the centre-back position, I think. Obviously, losing Godin is a, is a massive loss. I'm not sure if he's actually left. There was rumours that he left, but he's, he hasn't been starting recently. I'm not sure if he actually uh, de- uh, departed or not. But I think Inter Milan, on paper, they definitely should be uh, leaving the group and um, possibly even, you know, going far in the competition. But I think uh, I, I, I don't think I don't really see them going very far. I think maybe maybe the round of 16 they could push maybe to the quarters. But I think there's still a distinct sort of. Not a lack of quality, but there's a lack of consistency in that team, I think. Yeah, and as, as we said, they got Lukaku up front, who's been in brilliant form the past two seasons. From But they have got a lot of ex-Premier League players there, so you would expect them to get out of that group. Um, but as you said, probably round the 16 is probably the max for them. Um, so on uh, Wednesday then as well, Real Madrid plays Shakhtar at 5-6 to six, and at 8 o'clock into play at home to Borussia Mönchengladbach. Um, move on to Group C then. First, the English teams. Um, it's a typical Man City getting an easy group. Um, they have Porto, Olympiacos and um, Marseille. Max, then staying on to you. Can you see Man City winning the Champions League this year? It's just whether other teams in the competition are weak enough. I, obviously, I think Man City have shown a vulnerability this season, but so so have most of the big teams. Bayern Munich obviously were by far the strongest team last season and in the Bundesliga they've been challenged they lost 4-1 to Hoffenheim and that defence has looked quite poor and I mean you look at the other teams is each each team is is kind of vulnerable lots of the big teams don't really look um, very convinced in terms of um, convincing in terms of their quality um, maybe Dortmund have looked quite strong this season you know teams like that I think could really be a shock, uh, shocker for everybody but you know, you look at the usual suspects like Real Madrid, Barcelona, um, maybe even PSG uh, could 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 uh, surprise people again like they did last year. But 
I think Man City, you have to look at them as, as the favourites again because you know that Pep Guardiola is probably going to be you know, looking at the competition and, and probably prioritising it for them. So I think they've they showed quite a promising performance against Arsenal yesterday and if they can carry on a similar solidity, I think they can, uh, especially obviously with the prioritisation of the Champions League, they can, they can go far, uh, unlike the last couple of seasons. Yeah, obviously they've never won the Champions League, but... As I said, this it's an easy group. Am I underestimating Porto, Olympiacos, and Marseille, man? Um, I mean, you'd expect Man City to win, but um, you have to look at teams like Olympiacos, and um, I mean, obviously it's quite a tough group, but uh, you have to think that Man City can beat all of them. But Marseille, I think, have looked, um, they've had moments this season where they've looked strong, and obviously Olympiacos, um, obviously they'll be without their fans, but they've they're known for quite hostile environment at this stadium obviously without that you'd probably think of them as, as less of a, less of a threat to Man City so I think whilst they the other teams in that group have quality Porto as well you have to think Man City are, are just too good for, for all of them yeah I think Olympiacos actually beat Arsenal in the Europa League um, last year so you would expect Man City to get through and they played Porto then um, on the first match day and Olympiacos played Marseille both at the uh, Fuck this. So, um, nice. Well, obviously lost a few um, of their players. But um, on in Group D then, another um, European, well, another British team, former European champions too. Um, Liverpool then. They have Ajax, um, Atalanta who reached, I think, the quarterfinals last year and um, Mitchelland making their debut in the Champions League. Um, again, Liverpool, they favourites for the Champions League, Max? You have to think with the injury to Van Dijk that they're uh, a lot uh, significantly lower threat level to to all the other clubs. And um, before before the match yesterday, you might even think that they are. But obviously, Allison being out and now Van Dijk did two massive losses. And you'd probably say they're the most important players in the squad. You can definitely make the argument for that. But um, I still think even then they could give a good game to every other team. I mean, lots of the other teams are, are showing similar vulnerabilities. So. Liverpool favourites, I mean, I, I don't think there is a single clear standout favourite, maybe by Munich again, but Liverpool, they've still got quality up front and they still, I mean, we saw them, uh, you know, a couple of seasons ago, they, they a, cup, 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 a cup competition doesn't really rely on a good defence. If you have the attack to blow teams away, then you can go quite far. So we'll have to see, obviously, the season where they got to the final and lost to Real Madrid. Half the season, they didn't have Van Dijk and they did quite well. Uh, then, so well, we'll have to see uh, how they can continue on uh, starting Gomez over Van Dijk or wh- whoever is going to step up, and how they and how they adapt to losing him. Yeah, and it's obviously Van Dijk had a very nasty injury, which we'll touch more on on the um, Premier League show. But they start away at um, the Oran Koif Arena, then at Ajax, and Mitch Lampley at home to Atalanta. As I said, both at um, eight pm on Wednesday, and um, we're going to come back to you now, sir. Um, on Group E, Chelsea, Cranestor, um, Rennes and Sevilla. Obviously, Sevilla won the Europa League last year to get into the um, Champions League, even though they come top four. What do you expect from Sevilla in the Champions League this year? Uh, I think that's one of the the surprises that everyone was going to have because Sevilla is playing so well in La Liga at the moment. Uh, it's true they, they drew um, a match, uh, but the football they're producing is just superb. 
Um, and I say it's surprising because although Sevilla has won the respect of everyone in, in the Europa League, it's still, when we talk about Champions League, it's, it's not a team with pedigree, you know. But I, I think... Uh, and I remember when we were talking about uh, the Europa League and back on its day and we were talking about Manchester United and the Inter Milan. And I was saying, careful with Sevilla because they know they know what they're doing. And I, I'm thinking they, they might be in the, the team that everyone is going gonna, is gonna to feel like they came to to surprise uh, the, the the bigger clubs in, in Europe. So it's definitely a club to follow very closely because the, they play in fantastic football. And, and yeah, I'm very excited about seeing them playing. Yeah, they took Bayern Munich all the way in the um, UEFA oh, yeah. Super Cup as well the other day. They took them to um, penalties, I think. But they had the chance Bayern to win the that. match. So, yeah, yeah, I, I did, did see that. They um, a Campos had a, a lot of chances on, as you said, in Europa League last year. Yeah. And, um, competition they love. They took us, um, well, to the, eight, I think, 89th minute or 88th minute, something like that. And, um, well, we were poor that day. But um, Max and Chelsea, um, what do you expect from them, especially in, you think they should get through this group. Um, well, what do you expect from them, probably in the knockout rounds? Well, obviously, we've seen in the Premier League how weak their defence is um, this season. and and new signing Mendy is out with an injury, so they're relying uh, on Kepa and goals. And I think you look at the, the teams, obviously Sevilla, I think could you could make an argument that they could finish first and uh, beat Chelsea. Um, and as well, Rennes, uh, I think third, obviously, last season, uh, the French League was uh, called short, but Rennes are a very good team. Uh, Kamavinga, the uh, French wonder kid in the midfield. And they've, they, I think Rennes are, are also a very good team. And I think every... Uh, both Sevilla and Ren have the chance to obviously break down that quite weak Chelsea defence and it's just whether Chelsea's new signings can set, step up again. Obviously Werner getting two goals yesterday as well as a Havertz. It's just whether they can almost, you have to look at Lampard and think, you know, can he find a consistent formation as well as just a, a, a playing style that can you know, make make the most out of Thiago Silva, not who he didn't play yesterday, but I think if you know, all the signings can step up and obviously Lampard have a good tactic and, and, and plan that he can rely on. I think you you have to think that Chelsea uh, can finish or can get out of the group. And I think it's probably, I think, honestly, I, I at the moment I could probably see uh, Sevilla finishing first and Chelsea finishing second. So. Well, I yeah. agree. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well, especially the way um, Chelsea are playing. Obviously, they got taken all the way by West Brom um, and Southampton yesterday. But um, interesting, you talked on Edward Mendy there, or he's out. For I think a few more weeks as well. Obviously, got injured for Senegal. So um, Kepa, you think is first choice? But do you think Cabriello could possibly play over him in the Champions League, especially after that Southampton performance from Kepa and other performances? Um, you probably have to hang your hat on 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 Kepa. I think you got to make sure that he gets uh, confidence. And obviously, he's played quite a lot of games and hasn't really seemed to improve. Uh, but I think maybe you could see a rotation in in, a, in another competition. I think you could definitely make an argument for that. Um, Caballero has been quite quite good when he's when he's when he's come in, but I mean that's comparing him to Kepa, who's been dreadful. Um, you could maybe see them in the Champions League, Caballero playing in the Premier League, Kepa playing or something along those lines. But I think whatever the situation is, it isn't it isn't really ideal. I think you've got to more rely more rely on the defense improving in general, more than just the goalkeeper, because 
Thiago Silva uh, looked good against Crystal Palace. And I think if uh, the defence in front of the goalkeeper can um, improve, I think you'll be looking at a gen- general improvement in the amount of goals they're conceding anyway. Yeah, and they got a, a tough um, first game as well. They play at home to Sevilla on um, Tuesday and Rennes play at home to Cranestor on um, as well, both at 8pm. Um, in Group F then, um, Zenit, Dortmund, Lazio and Club Bruges. Um, quite open group, actually. Um, they obviously, Zenit have got some um, power going forward. I don't know, defensively there. Um, Dortmund, as you said, probably should win the group. But then the other two... Um, the other Euro, uh, Champions League space up for grabs. Who do you expect to go through there, um, Max? Um, Dortmund have looked quite good this season. I think they've obviously got had some signings. Uh, Bellingham is probably the most significant this, this summer. And I think uh, Haaland has, has, has been scoring again this season. was obviously excellent in the Champions League last season. Um, you've got to think that they uh, are the favourites. And Lazio as well were quite good last season. Fell off a bit towards the uh, to the tail end. But... I think you could definitely see some shocks in this group, but for me, it's Lazio and Dortmund. Lazio and Dortmund. What do you think, Mr. Lopez? Bruges obviously took Real Madrid a long way last year. Are they going to continue their form this year? Uh, well, history or experience tells us that these kind of clubs find it very hard to repeat performance uh, again. But I... I very much agree with uh, everything Max said about Dortmund and Lazio. I've seen Haaland playing and he's top form at the moment. Uh, and Lazio as well seems very strong. And Zenit, they, they'll try always very hard. And I've seen very good matches coming from Zenit. But I think this is a Dortmund and, and Lazio group. Yeah, I'd probably agree with you on um on now and there, I think Dortmund should probably win the group and Lazio. I think have they got a, is it a Mobley up front as well? I think they've still got and he was won their golden shoe, the top goal scorer in Europe last year. Um, I think. Um and then um so obviously Zenit played Club Bruges at five to six and Lazio played Dortmund, probably the two going through. Um they're probably a clash for the top of the group. Um in group G then we have a brilliant group well Definitely for the probably two places. Um, Juventus, Barcelona, and you've got to feel sorry for probably Dynamo Kiev and Fina Kervzos, um from, I think I said that right, from Hungary. From Varos. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Um, obviously, it's the first time Lionel Messi and Ronaldo will ever face each other in the um, group stage then. Um, Mr. Lopez, Barcelona, are they going to win the group, first of all? Oof. It's pretty much the same. I was commenting about Real Madrid, really. Yesterday, they lost um, the first game in La Liga. Uh, there hasn't been big signings for Barcelona. We can possibly argue that the biggest sign is being Coutinho being back there, who's been playing not actually bad for Barcelona. But they don't have the, the striker that they had in Suarez. Griezmann is still struggling to find a position within the team. He's been playing on the right. He's been playing in the left. He's been playing as a as a nine, as a proper striker. But it's not the, the, the player that he was for Atletico Madrid. And yesterday, he missed. He actually missed a very, very clear chance. Just himself, the keeper and the goal. And he managed to strike that ball outside of the stadium, basically. Um, 
since Xavi retired and Iniesta, that midfielder, it hasn't been that 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 emptiness, that gap that he left hasn't been filled. It's supposed to be Dijon, Frankie Dijon, doing that role, but he's nowhere near to what uh, these players represented for Barcelona. Busquets is doing his best, but there is no connection between that midfield and the st- uh, uh, and those attacker players like Messi. It's a team that rely more than ever in in the in the Argentinian. So I don't know what's going to happen to Barcelona this season. They will go through the group that for sure, considering this Dinamo de Kiev um, and Ferenvaros. But I think Juventus is much a much stronger team as a whole than Barcelona. Yeah, you pretty much answered my next question on whether Barcelona can um, win it there. Um, but on the other hand then, um, Juventus, Max, do you expect them, obviously, definitely to probably get through the group, but do you expect them to possibly win it? I think it, Juventus are quite similar to Barcelona. Each team has, has kind of shown weakness so far this season. Um just looking at Juventus's uh, results, obviously I've known that they've they've been challenged quite a lot in Serie A, getting a couple of draws where they should really be winning. They've made uh, quite shrewd signings, I think, but none you look at and think, "Wow, that's really going to strengthen the team." At least uh, for the mean for the meanwhile, I think maybe for the well, future. Max Morata scored yesterday. Well, that is true, actually. I mean, I suppose wow. <laughs> I suppose he's an upgrade on Higuain, uh, but um, I think. Each, each, I think it's basically the two, the two favourites there. Maybe it's kind of even you, you should be reluctant to even call them favourites because that's how disappointing they've they've been. But I think Juventus at the moment probably have a little bit more about them than Barcelona um, and some new signings. Uh, Chiesa, who's uh, made his debut yesterday, I think, got sent off in the 60th minute, which isn't very uh, good for them. But um, I think Juventus, uh, Pirlo, obviously looking to prove himself in the in the competition. I think maybe you could see them winning the group over Barcelona at the moment. Yeah, I think, um, as you said about Marata there, um, I think it's the, obviously he's gone back to Juventus for the second time, um, returning to Turin there. And I think, is it a loan, you'll be able to back me up on this one, say, is it a loan with an option to buy a 45 million euros or an extended loan for another season? Is that right? No, no, I think he he left for good. It's permanent, it's proper is it? signing. Yeah, it's a permanent, yeah. Ah, all right, okay. Well, that, that answers that. And as you've said on many other shows, he he wasn't really performing for Atletico Madrid, was he? Over there? he well, it's strange because analysing his performance with Atletico Madrid, he scored more than 15 goals for Atletico Madrid last season. The best Spanish striker in La Liga scored 20. So he wasn't that far off, you know, and which is strange. He scored, I think it was like 10 goals more than Diego Costa. So surely you will think if we had to keep one of the two, we should have kept uh, Morata. Yeah. Well, obviously, as, as we said, he's been to Juventus before and um, really should be, if he can score in La Liga, possibly. I'd, I'd probably say that... Um, still think the Premier League is the strongest league in the world but I'd probably say now obviously with AC Milan getting better obviously beating Inter yesterday Inter Milan as well Lazio's down to get better I'd say probably Sevilla is the second best and the strongest league in in the world and 
probably, and La Liga's probably third, I think. Um, the quality there, but you know, my view there. Um, as you said, though, Juventus they play um Dynamo Kiev on the early game away at um five to six. They'll be without um Cristiano Ronaldo, who's self isolating after he tested positive for um coronavirus when on international break for um Portugal. I don't think any of the other um Portuguese players though tested positive. Um, obviously, one of them, including Bruno Fernandes, who played for us yesterday. Um, Darren, obviously, in the other game, um, Barcelona play. Um, what they call it? Fair, you can fair and virus. There you go. Yeah, I will leave you on that one then. They play at um, 8 pm. So, in the last group, then, um, my team, Man United's group, we got uh, a really tough group on our return to the Champions mm. League. We got um, the finalists from last year, PSG, um, the semi finalists from last year, RB Leipzig, and um, I think probably the strongest team in pop four is Istanbul. Um, they obviously, I think they won the Turkish league last year or, or come second in it. Um, but for us, the problem is um, obviously we beat Newcastle 4 1 yesterday. Really good um, performance. But we just haven't been playing and performing consistently. And I've been on many Premier League shows now, as Matt will know, I was fuming on that Tottenham. Um, Tottenham show when we obviously lost six one, but I just I think it's a step up, massive um, step up. Leon, I, I wanted to ask you something. Um, I think Manchester United has been very patient with Solskjaer here. Do you really think that the the game that Manchester United has this place in Solskjaer game is much better than what they did with under Mourinho's? Uh, that, that's a very good question. I, I think, obviously, Mourinho won, won his trophies. He won us the Europa League, the EFL Cup when he was there. And obviously, Solskjaer's got us the semis. But I, I suppose, I think Mourinho obviously got a second. It's, it's hard to say because obviously they really want to be judged on trophies, which Mourinho has in his favour. But then, um, obviously, Mourinho was a far bigger manage, manager and he, he did fall out with a few of the players but I I probably put it out there that I think probably Mourinho was I think the style of football is better under Solskjaer I think in terms of who was more successful and better at us I've got to say probably Mourinho and I think I said it on um, the the last Premier League show after we lost to Tottenham and I'd probably even though we, we beat Newcastle and I complained about the team lineup yesterday. It was a very bold move obviously without Martial and Cavani. Um and obviously it paid off. So fair play to him. I still don't think he's the right man going forward. I think we've been linked with um Allegri as well. I don't think he's in a job anymore. Um but I, I can't see us going forward. I can't see us personally getting in next year's Champions League unless we win this year's or we come third in our group and we win the Europa League which possibly could happen but I just I think we we probably will get through this group on very luckily um, very tough group but I can't just go in any further than um, the, net, the first knockout round especially if we come second we'll probably have someone like Bayern or Liverpool, not Liverpool because we can't have it, or, you know, Sevilla or Juventus. So 
apart from that, I can't see us going through. And obviously, we have strength going forward. Um, Rashford's back on form. Fernandez as well. Um, Martial will be back. Cavani as well. So I, I just can't see us going far in this Champions League. But um, on the other hand, MPSG Max, can you see him winning winning the group first of all, and maybe going on to win the Champions League? I think Paris, um, probably you look at that and probably think they're the strongest, I think. I think you can make the argument that Leipzig are probably the second strongest. Uh, I think, uh, as it stands, I think Leipzig um, beat Man United. You think Leipzig are stronger than us? I think so, I do. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But but I'm not doubting Leipzig. I I think you'll go down to the, the last thing and I wouldn't be surprised if I think anyone. I, I don't think Istanbul will win the group. I think any any one of us three teams could possibly win the group because PSG are con- inconsistent. We're inconsistent, and thing is with Leipzig, they lost obviously their best player last year, Timo Werner, but um, they got that Tyler Adams it as well. But are they really stronger than us? I mean, I going for what do you see in Leipzig? You don't see in us. I, I I see something in Leipzig, and I I tell you from experience, we we were kicked out of the competition from from them, you know. Um, they are eager to 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 play their best. I, I see the how strong the team were, how well they played together, and uh, they they are as a squad, they are very. Uh, how can I say this? The the, the automatisms of playing uh, in each position, they, they play as a, as a choir together. And that's something I don't see in Manchester United. Uh, when was the last time you played Champions League, Leo? Uh, it wasn't last season, the year we won Europe League. So I think it was, yeah, it wasn't last season, the, the season, season before, before yeah. after. I think we got knocked out. Yeah, we got knocked out by Barcelona, but uh, that was the that was the year we had that late penalty. Yeah. Against I, I don't know. I, I, I yeah, see. I, I don't know what what do you think, Max? But I I see at the moment Leipzig be be on a on a, on a strike and you know better than the Manchester United. I think they are more self aware of the quality of the team when they play their best, uh, and they think they can achieve better than even last year. I don't know. I think the main improvement that the main quality that Leipzig have that um, United don't have is a manager. Uh, Nagelsmann is yeah. a very young manager as well, um, a very good manager too. Tactically, um, infinitely better than Solskjaer. And I think especially I see um, I think a, a better def- a defense in Leipzig as well. You could maybe think that the, the, the attack is worse, um, obviously losing Werner, but they've strengthened with, with two new strikers to replace him. And um, you have to... Like um, Mr. Lopez was saying, they're, they're quite a United squad, and they. You, I don't know. I don't know if it's true, but obviously, you you read uh, things about United and uh, Fernandez maybe being um, a little bit upset. Uh, like uh, I'm not sure if that was a true headline, but apparently he was um, complaining to his teammates uh, on national duty about uh, Solskjaer saying he was quite yeah. unsettled. Um, yeah. But I think that you could you could you could see uh, Ole, you know, winning a pen or something and beating Leipzig or something like that, but. Um, no, I, I, I think if they were to play, um, I'm not sure who. Do you know who? Do you know who United play this week? Yeah, we play um, PSG away. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think. I mean, I think you'll probably lose that, but I think Leipzig. <laughs> I think Leipzig. Um, 
a stronger uh, than Man United. You know, I, I fell in love with the way they played, and, and it's what you say. It, it's about th that coach, and they look like an army who are willing to follow their general to war. That that's the best comparison mm. I can make. You know. Yes, I think obviously Leipzig are going to be strong, but I don't know if anyone's as you said it. But another team there, Istanbul. Obviously, you wouldn't expect them to win the group and probably go through, but they can be dangerous. They got a lot of former. Um, Premier League players, they got Gail Clichy, obviously ex-Arsenal, Man City, Denver Bar, ex-West Ham, Newcastle and Chelsea, and famous for that, Gerard Slip, um, Skirtle as well, obviously ex-Liverpool, in their ex-Leicester, and they got one of our ex-players, Raphael, they've had a, had a buy all over the years. Um, do you expect Istanbul to be a bit of a worry for some teams, Max? I mean, Turkish team, I think they they obviously... I'm not really sure, very very sure about their quality. I don't really know much about them, but um, you have to think that you know they could maybe give uh, at least some worries to some of the teams in the group. But ultimately, I think every other team in that group is stronger than them, and they shouldn't really be losing to them. Yeah, and I think I agree with you there. Maybe guess third. Oh, I can't even see third for them really. But um, as you said, go back on to us. We've left Sergio Romero, Phil Jones, and Rojo out of our Champions League squad. The new signings, Edison Cavani, Alex Tellez, and Facando Pellestrieri, um, joined Donny van der Beek in, in the list. So we got all our signings um, in there. But like you said, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be, a, I think this is going to probably be the most entertaining group. Um, might not be football-wise, but I think it's going to be really tight. And as we said, we got PSG away um, on Tuesday and RB Leipzig play at home to Istanbul both at eight o'clock. Um, it's worth mentioning as well that obviously the first two teams go through um, to the Champions League knockouts, but the third place team go into the um, first round knockouts of um, Europa League as well. So really, I think we should get um, Europa League football at least um, this season. Um, going on to your competition now, Max, um, the second rate European competition, Europa League. Um, obviously, the draw was made. Um, Group A, Roma, Young Boys, Cluj and Sofia. Group B, um, Arsenal, Rapid, Vienna, Mould, um, Oli Gunnar Social's ex-team and Dunkirk of um, Northern Ireland. Do you expect Arsenal? How far do you reckon Arsenal will go in Europa League this year, man? I mean, I'm looking at some of the other teams. Um, Lasso stand out and um, Leverkusen as well. There's a couple of teams in there. That you'd tip to go and, and go on to win it. Obviously, Spurs as well. I think are probably you know favourites uh, in my opinion. And, Napoli. Oh yeah, very they've very very good form in the league as well. I think Napoli could. Uh, they won the um, Coppa Italia last season. You have to think that under Gattuso, they're definitely a threat. Actually. Yeah, I, I do think they're probably. Uh, I mean, Milan as well. Actually, there there, there are a lot of teams that. Um, that's interesting. Group H, uh, Lille, uh, Milan, and Celtic. That looks like a, like a good group. Um, but no, I think I think there are definitely a lot of teams in there that could challenge them. Um, and Arsenal are, are one of them, I think. And they, they, they look promising under Arteta, but I think there are other teams that are stronger. And as, as you said, you would expect Arsenal to um, win the group. Obviously, they haven't got Ozil, who's been left out, and Lloyd's touched on that. Um, Socrates as well. He has actually said, obviously, he can't join today, but he has said that he expects Arsenal to at least go to the... Um, last four. Um, obviously, they'll be joined by another British team, Dunkirk of Northern Ireland, a 
you have got to feel sorry for them in some sense and they're not going to have a, a full crowd being able to go to the Emirates or even at um, home to Arsenal. They obviously would be a big money spinner for them. But, um, well, I don't know. They could get out of the group there, but obviously you'd expect Arsenal to go through. Um, some of the other groups, as you said, by Leverkusen, they could be a challenger this year. They got Slavia Prague, um, Bia Shiva of Israel and Nice. Um, group G uh, D as well, Benfica as well. They could be a possible challenger. Um, Standard Luege, Rangers and um, Leach Pozan of um, Poland. Uh, Benfica, a possible challenger, Matt? Benfica, um, they obviously sold quite a... Some of the some of the strongest players, obviously one of them, two um, Spurs, uh, Vinicius, this this star striker, and um, obviously Vertonghen joined them as well. But then they also sold uh, Diaz to Man City, I think. Uh, I don't yeah. really I don't really see them being as much of a challenge as some of the other clubs that we mentioned there. Yeah, and the Rangers, do you expect them to get out of the group? Um. You'd probably they say you'd they're... probably say the the, the, the second favourites are behind Benfica. Yeah, because a lot of people do do forget this. Obviously, Celtic normally do win the Scottish um, League, but Rangers are probably the way better team in the um, out of the two in the Europa League. Obviously, went further last year. Um, they're a bit. You probably say they should get out of that group. E then PSV, Pioque, um, Granada, and Amicia of. Um, Cyprus, um, Granada. Then, so quickly, um, I think oh. I think I think they haven't been in. Am I right in saying I think they were in the Europa League last year? Were they? No, this is the very they? first time they first, qualified first for time European this, tournament. What do you expect from them in, in the Europa League? Well, it's hard for these teams, isn't it? Because sometimes small teams they struggle to to be in two competitions at the same time. They are at the top of La Liga together with Cadiz and Real Madrid. They defeated yesterday Sevilla. So there is loads of expectation going on there. And I'm sure they will try their best, you know. But it's going to be hard. Although they they have players like um, Soldado and Puertas, who is doing very well. Uh, we have they, they just signed Luis Suarez, the other Luis Suarez. He comes from Espanol, from the second division, and uh, to play in the top tier. Luis Milla has been a, a mid forward, fantastic. I think they have a chance because he's not the, the strongest of, of of the groups uh, in there. Uh, how far are they gonna get? I don't know. It's PS, PSV is a very strong team with with low teams in Europe. Yeah, Pauk, Pauk, they're playing today. I follow the Greek league as well because my wife is Greek. <laughs> so uh, Pauk, they're playing against uh, Ike today. They don't look very strong. So I think Granada, they have a big opportunity to go through the group. On the long term in the competition, I don't know. But those teams tend to struggle after a couple of months and being in two competitions at the same time. Hopefully that's not the case for Granada. Yeah, and um, as you said, they obviously it's their first time then. Um, yeah. In Group F, then you have um, well, it's a pretty good group actually. Napoli, yeah. as you said, possibly favourites. Um, AZ Alskmaar, who we had in our group last year, they were very dangerous, and Rajikta of um, Cro- Croatia. But they do have a Spanish team, Real Sociedad. Obviously, 
um, the team of David Silva. And before we talk yep. about um, Real Sociedad's chance in the Europa League, how is David Silva doing um, over in Real Sociedad? Well, he's playing the, the game that he's re- is required for him. And the first couple of matches, he wasn't on the lineup. He he came um, from the bench. Uh, but it's the kind of, of um, player that no no matter if he doesn't give you 90 minutes of solid, amazing football, there is always a couple of moments during the match that you are just owed by the quality that he is still uh, possessed, David Silva. Uh, hasn't scored yet. Uh, but he hasn't been a great scorer, isn't it? So I, I'm I'm just happy to to watch him play, even if it's for ten minutes. Uh, it's one of my favorite players ever. Yeah, and um, do you expect him to possibly challenge for the title this year in the Europa League? Uh, it's hard to say, but it, before lockdown, Brasilia was one of the strongest teams in La Liga. After lockdown they have struggled big time to uh, recover the top form and they've lost for Real Madrid uh, Odegaard who was a key player for um, the team uh, last year and they they, they don't have a, a, a player who actually has replaced the quality that Odegaard um, represented for Real Sociedad they, start, they still have um, great Great players like Mikel Merino, Porto, that they are doing very, very well. Uh, in the defence, Nacho Monreal, quite solid defence. But I think that they, they are struggling to to create that football intensity that last year, before lockdown, they were known for. Yeah, and um, probably should say that, or you've, how you described it, they should possibly get out um, of the group. Um, in Group G then, Baraga... Um, AK Athens and Zora Linsk, uh, another team that was in Man United's group last year, um, alongside Leicester City then. What do you expect from Leicester in the Europa League this year, Matt? Again, I think it's the squad and the depth. They've added quite a lot of quality, actually, in the in the window. Um, uh, Wesley Fafana, a very good uh, young centre-back, who will provide cover in that position. Um, and obviously, Cengiz Under from Roma. I think these, these players... Um, Pretty welcome additions. Losing Ben Chilwell and replacing him with Castagna from Atalanta. So I think they've got more depth than they did last season. It's just whether they can, you know, manage their squad uh, properly. They've been quite impressive in the league. Some obviously bad performances against West Ham specifically, but beating Man City. It's just whether they can um, manage their squad to, to get the to get the most out of them for both competitions. Yeah, and then you probably should expect them to probably even win the group there. Um, as you said, Jamie Vardy as well when he's on it, Madison as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how far Leicester can go and how far do you reckon they um, can go, Matt, in Europa League? Again, I mean, looking at some of the quality of these, these, the teams in the in the Europa League this season, I think they could definitely give some of them a good game. Um, maybe even, you know, a Napoli, uh, you could see them, you know, taking them to, to you know, to the 90 minutes or, or obviously two legs this season, but uh, obviously, I think last season, um, the one leg, I think, was quite interesting. Um, you'd see more surprise results. But again, back to the two legs this season, I believe. So I think surprises and, and shock results are less likely to happen. So I think the stronger teams are more likely to um, prevail. So I think teams like Napoli and AC Milan should ultimately uh, be beating Leicester City. So. Yeah, I think obviously the last time Leicester were in um, 
you were up there in the Champions League after winning the Premier League and they went all the way to the quarterfinals. I think they lost to you, didn't they, sir, in the um, yep. away goals, I think, just in the quarterfinals. So um, hopefully for them and um, for their sake, they are very successful. In Group H, then, another um, really good group. Celtic, Sparta, Prague, Milan and Lille. Milan, like you said, Max, probably won the favourites. You expect them, obviously, with Zlatan. Yeah, they, they're currently top of Serie A, I believe. Um, very good. I think Zlatan has been actually very impressive, obviously, for what is he, 38 years old. And they've actually got Milan, you know, the last couple of years, they've looked very poor and obviously by notable fall-off they've had. But now they've got quite an exciting and young squad and I'm sure they'll be quite hungry, obviously, apart from Zlatan, I probably brings the average age up for quite a few years. But quite a lot of, you know, a good blend of experience and um, hunger from the younger players. Uh, Andrew Tonali, a very good signing for them, I think. And um, no, I think I think the favourites of the competition, maybe, I'm not sure, maybe it's uh, Latan is obviously going to want to add a European trophy. I don't believe he's won. I know he hasn't won a Champions League. I'm not sure he's won a European League. I don't think he has. And I'm sure he'll he'll be looking to um, to win win the trophy this season. I'm sure they'll, they'll whether they'll be favouring the competition and prioritising it, I'm not sure, but you'd expect that, especially from um, Zlatan. I think I think he won the Europa League with us in last season. Oh yeah, yeah, he would. So I think I think he has won um the Europa League, but you would probably say Milan favourites and as well Celtic as well. It's always the same story with them. Um, they're in group, uh, almost their group. I then um Karabag, another Israeli team, and Metal Avin and Spirisport of um Turkey alongside Villarreal. Quickly, sir, do you rate Villarreal's chances this year? Great chances. I, I am, despite losing against Barcelona 4 0 a couple of weeks ago, I am a huge fan of Villarreal and especially the Gerard Moreno, who is nowadays he's a um, Spanish striker in, in the national team. And also we have uh, Alcácer, who came from um, Borussia Dortmund last year. And they are um, fantastic forwards. And also, uh, if you're watching um, Villarreal, don't miss Takefusa Kubo. He's on loan from Real Madrid. Last year, played for uh, Mallorca, also on loan, um, because Ma- Mallorca go- uh, was relegated. And now, uh, Madrid finds him a-, a new place in-, in the top tier of the Spanish football. Uh, he's wonderful with the ball. It- it's such, such a good player. Um also next to Kubo usually play Parejo uh, and Coquelin and they are the three of them they capable more than capable of controlling the game and, and give a fantastic football to to the um, supporters of Villarreal. Yeah, so um they didn't they lose didn't they lose Santi Cazola in the summer as well? Did he go to Qatar? Yes, he went I to think. Qatar. Yeah. Qatar there. So um there's Severe chances then. Um, in Group J, Ludogorets, Lask. Um, we played them last year in Royal Antwerp of Belgium. Um, they join you, Max, Tottenham. Do you reckon you'll win it? You've got to think that Mourinho will be having his eye on this competition and probably favouring it of all the other ones. I think maybe this competition and the EFL Cup, I think, is probably what he's going to be looking at. Um, because I think as much as top four is important, this is, I think... A trophy is is just more important. I think really he'll be he'll be really prioritising this competition and uh, looking to win the trophy. I think. Um, as you said, the obviously Mourinho a good record in and um, the Europa League won it with us. Um, I'm going to put pressure on you here. 
Um, Harry Redknapp said it on Sky as he said on the Premier League transfer uh, on the Premier League show. Uh, can you win the Premier League this year? I think some of the teams um, that are you know pushing for the title have just looked so poor at points. Um, Everton obviously sitting in first at the moment, um, and obviously Aston Villa not having played the first game of the season, uh, they've won all of their games so far. And um, I mean, I think we should comfortably finish top four, I think, as it uh, looks at the moment. And it's just whether, obviously, Liverpool were favourites and now obviously missing Van Dijk. I don't know if they are favourites. And I think it's quite an open league this season, interestingly enough, after the obviously uh, dominating Liverpool yeah. last season. Um, I mean, in terms of, you know, the, 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 the teams that are favourites for it, uh, Liverpool now not at the top, I think we probably, I don't want to say we are, but I think we definitely have a shout for it. I think you probably will win a trophy. I think you'll go far in the champ uh, in the Europa League. Sorry, I, I don't know whether or not you'll win it. Obviously, you got Bale as well, um, Son up front as well, looks and Kane. It looks a really good um, front three. You have left though Danny Rose. Obviously, he was. I think he was linked to Middlesbrough before the um, transfer window ended as well. He was supposed to go into Genoa as well. That didn't quite happen. So he's um, still at you, but he's been left out. So is Gerson Fernandez and. Um, Gazaniga as well. Also, you've got Joe Art, I think, has been named in it. Um, yeah, so probably definitely go through that group. And I think personally, semi finals are probably for um, for you this year. Um, there then in the final two groups, SK Moscow, Dynamo Zagreb, Feyenoord, and Wolfsburg, um, the Austrian Wolfsburg in Group K. And in Group L, um, Ghent, Red Star, Belgrade, Hoffenheim, and Libre. Um, there, as we said, in, in some of the fixtures, and I think um, having a look on to Thursday, who do you play? Um, do you know who you play on in the group, Matt? I'm not sure. I can I can find out now. Uh, oh, Lask. Lask. Think I think it's, yeah. Lask. Lask. Um, obviously, we first eight o'clock. Yeah. yeah, so you should you should win that. Leicester play Zora um Linsk of um Ukraine. Celtic obviously play AC Milan as well. Very tough game for um for them. Um I think Arsenal do they no, they Rangers play standard Luage and Arsenal play away at um Rapid Vienna at um five to six and Dunkirk play. Um Molde. I'm gonna put you under pressure then. Obviously Europa League's gonna be um really good this year, especially um the quality of the lineup and um teams dropping down from the Champions League. Um one word answer then, who's gonna win the Europa League starting with you, sir? Oof. I'm gonna say Well, I'm gonna say Napoli. Napoli, you Max. I'm just gonna have to say Spurs. Spurs. I think with the Europa League, obviously it's Tough to say at the minute. Obviously, teams could come down from the Champions League. I'd probably say, I'd probably put Tottenham as favourites as well. I think, I think your front three going forward um, is really strong. Uh, so, start with you. One team to watch out for in Europa League. I, I, I think Villarreal. Villarreal. I think Villarreal uh, is, is a team that can surprise many people. Yeah. You, Matt. Um, I'd agree Villarreal, but I'd probably, uh, I'll, I'll say Milan. I'm going to go for Leicester City. I think they're going to be um, a real threat as well. One player to watch out for, sir, as well. Last one. Kubo. Kubo, you, Max? 
Um, uh, Vinicius, the new Spurs striker. I think it's going to be Zlatan for AC Milan, as I think he's going to do really well. Um, go back to Champions League then. Who's going to win the Champions League, sir? <laughs> Atletico Madrid, Leo. Atletico Madrid. Okay. <laughs> um, you, you, Max? Oh, um, it's hard. Um, I'll say, I'll say uh, Bayern Munich again. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, if I'm talking with my heart, I say Atletico Madrid. If if you ask me and I need to use reason, I, I would say Bayern Munich, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree there. I'd love to say Man United, but I, I sadly can't on that. I think Bayern Munich. Uh, one team to watch out for then, the Champions League, Mr Lopez? Oof, I don't know. There's so many there. Uh, I don't know. I probably would say... Atletico Madrid, because I have big hopes in Joao Felix. I think this is Joao Felix's year. Uh, Max, you? One team to watch out for? Um, I want to give an honourable mention to Mönchengladbach, but I think uh, me, I think I'm going to go with Rennes, uh, the French team in Group E. Rennes, I'm going to go for a team in our group, Istanbul. I think they're going to be a real dodgy team this year, and teams like us, Leipzig and PSG, shouldn't take them. Um, for granted, I've seen a bit of them in the qualifiers and the Turkish League, and they look um, very dangerous. Um, so then, final one, um, one player to watch out for in the Champions League. Oof. Ocampos from Ocampos. from Sevilla. I mentioned it last year, remember, when we were talking about the, yeah. the Europa League, but I think he's going to be a star in the Champions League. Yeah, you, Max? I'd probably have to go with um, Dakar, the Salzburg striker. Yeah, well, I'm going to go for um, Dortmund's midfielder that's been linked to Real Madrid next summer, Giovanni Reina, um, mm. 17-year-old, cool. I think, American. I think he's going to um, really star this year. Um, so, as he said, then, those are the um, British teams and the teams involved in the European competitions this year. So, good luck to all involved, um, especially Atletico and um, Tottenham, I think we need all the luck we can get as well, so good luck to us. Um, so um, that's it for the, um, the special Champions League and Europa League preview show as well. Um, don't forget, we'll bring you the results um, and a look back on the um, latest show this week. I think on the Premier League show, we'll have Lloyd back as well to talk um, Arsenal. Um, I'll be talking uh, our brilliant win over Newcastle. And um, for your sake, Max, I hope you do... Um, brilliant performance against um, West Ham as well. We'll also be looking back at the Merseyside derby that was very controversial um, with several incidents in there. Um, so that's it for um, this week's show as well. Um, don't forget you can catch up with all the episodes on um, Spotify as well. But from us all, um, thank you for listening and goodbye.
But I'm frozen in motion and my head tells me to stop Tells me to stop Feeling, feeling, I feel about us Try to fight it, but it's never enough My heart is hurting, it's more than a crush Cause I'm frozen in motion and my head tells me to stop But my heart goes Ghost 